Frank Kevin. You're listening to TV Confidential. Ed Robertson, welcoming you back to TV Confidential, a radio talk show about television. That's pleased to welcome as our guest this hour, Ms. Julie Adams. Many of you know Julie as the intrepid scientist Kay Lawrence in one of the most famous horror movies of all time, The Creature from the Black Lagoon. And yet, that movie, The Creature from the Black Lagoon, is, is just one chapter, literally. It's just one chapter, not only in her life, but in her book, which has just come out called The Lucky Southern Star, The Lucky Southern Star Reflections from the Black Lagoon. It is the story of Julie's life and career, not only on film, but also stage and television. It is a career that not only spans the golden age of Hollywood, but also the golden age of television. And it's a career that saw her work with some of the biggest names the industry has ever known, people like Jimmy Stewart, Rock Hudson, Andy Griffith, Angela Lansbury, Barbara Stanwyck, John Wayne, Milton Berle, Elvis Presley, and Raymond Burr. And if you love film and television history, as I say, you're going to love Julie's book, The Lucky Southern Star. We'll tell you where you can find The Lucky Southern Star in just a second. First, Julie Adams, welcome to TV Confidential. Well, thank you so much. Pleasure to be here. Pleasure to have you. Also <laughs> with us is Julie's co-author and her son, Mitchell Danton. Mitchell not only co-authored The Lucky Southern Star, he is an Emmy award-winning film editor who has worked on such film and television productions as Saving Grace, Christie, Beverly Hills 90210, Dawson's Creek, In Plain Sight, Survivor, and the ABC miniseries The Path to 9-11. Mitch, good to have you on the program as well. It's nice to be here, Ed. Thanks for having us. <laughs> Julie, got to ask you, I mean, you when, when you did Creature from the Black Lagoon, you know, 50-something years from, did you have any clue that the movie would take off the way it did? None whatsoever. I thought, when they assigned this movie to me, you know, that's what we, contract players at Universal, you say, you finish something, and you say, well, what's the next assignment? And they said, I thought, creature from the, what, what, what is this? And then I thought, oh, well, it might be fun. <laughs> and uh, it was, it, it was fun to make it. And I was not one to make trouble about, you know, saying, oh, no, I don't want to do this or something. So, uh, and it turned out to be a delightful experience. We had a wonderful director, and the script was very, was very, very good script. And it turned out to be a great favorite with fans. <laughs> when did you realize that this was not just another movie? This was a movie that, that was going to maybe not live on 50 years, but live <laughs> on beyond the average box office run? Well, it took a while, really. Uh, they sent us on tour, you know, to promote mm -hmm. things. And so we went out on tour, and then... I was surprised at the number of people who showed up to see it all everywhere. And then it began to, to grow, and I thought, hey, I think we've got a hit on our hands, you know? <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> and, 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 of course, we mentioned before we started recording, some members of our audience are old enough to actually have seen it on the big screen when it first came out, but for, uh, for people such as myself, we discovered it either on Creature Features or the Saturday Monster Movie, you know, uh, <laughs> and, 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 and now it's available on DVD, so it's continuing to reach new viewers. Uh, it's amazing, really. Uh, I've been, there was one autograph show that I was at, and there was a man there with his little girl, rather small. They were getting a picture from the, from Creature, and um, and I said, well, isn't she sort of scared when she sees the movie? This little, and he said, oh, no, he said, she plays Creature in the bathroom. <laughs> So it, it has a widespread audience. <laughs> it, it has a widespread audience, although interestingly <laughs> enough, 
Um, that movie was not necessarily the inspiration for why you and Mitch wrote this book. It was, it was a movie you did with Tony Curtis, right? Yes, it was Six Bridges to Cross with Tony Curtis and Sal Mineo. This was in March of 2009. We were in the lobby of the Egyptian Theater for, I believe, it was an American Cinematheque screening. Mm-hmm. And a fan came up while we were waiting for popcorn in the famed uh, auditorium there just outside the screening. And she signed the creature poster. And then he said, Miss Adams, do you have a memoir? And we didn't at that time. But as I drove home that night, I thought, you know, if, if this fan wants a memoir, perhaps more do and perhaps many more. And... As we're finding to our uh, delight, it turns out to be true. Now that we've written it, many fans are loving the book and enjoying it uh, now that they're reading it, at, that we've got it all done. Well, and we mentioned a little bit in our open. It not only tells the story of your career in, in film and television, but you really give readers a sense of what it was like to uh, be a contract player in the last days of the studio system and, and also an appreciation for the careers and the contributions of many of the people behind the scenes that you worked with. So if, if you love history or especially if you love film and television, and that's something I understand that you've, you've always been someone who appreciates history. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, indeed. <laughs> of the, uh, I'm, I've always read uh, biographies and autobiographies of, of uh, people in, in, the sh- in show business. And from the theater and also of film. And uh, I've always loved that. And uh, as you know, there was one film that I worked with some of the silent screen stars. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah, right. Uh, Frank, uh, Francis X. Bushman. Get, yes. I forget the picture. but yes. That was Hollywood Story. Hollywood Story. That was, that was one of your first ones. And That's right, yes. We did have a screening of that as well. And uh, Francis X. Bushman and... They, they made a cameo, and when Mom was an ingenue, she got to meet these legends that had actually made the jump from silence to the talkies. So in the course of our book, we've managed to literally at least touch upon silent movies all the way up to her working on Lost and CSI New York. So that spans, gosh, it has to be 70 or 80 years, the, the storyline <laughs> to some extent. Well, one of the cool things I love about your book is that in, in your early days, you know, uh, growing up in Arkansas and then later in, in Waterloo, Iowa, you, you talk about how you, how, how like so many people, you spent your Saturday afternoons at the picture show and you would see people like Jimmy Stewart and, and John Wayne. How did it feel to maybe five, ten years later be working with the likes of Jimmy Stewart? Oh, well, it was uh, a great thrill, a great thrill. And, um, and the kind of man that he that he was was uh, so special and and I learned so much um, I think I told in my book that uh, um, one day we were doing a scene I was in the back of a covered wagon and he was standing there and we were having this little conversation bend of the river mm-hmm. and we did the two shot and then we turned and they did his close-up first of course and I was watching I was acting with him but I was also watching him and I thought how does he do that? He's not, quote, doing anything, but everything is there. So it was like a great lesson in screen acting right there before me. Not, 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 only, not only does he, you know, uh, less is more is, is, uh, pops into my head when I think of Jimmy Stewart, but just 
Um, the way he just carried himself, uh, I mean, uh, we, we talk about this on the program. You talk about this in The Lucky Southern Star. The mm-hmm. lead sets the tone on any production. Yes. And and when when you have someone who uh, who has this commanding, pre- I mean, he has a commanding presence, but he doesn't throw his weight around. That just makes that 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 just that, that just makes it easier for everyone, especially if you're you know, especially if you're doing something on like like television, where you have to work at a much quicker pace than you would doing motion pictures. Yes, absolutely. No, the star does indeed set the tone, and uh, the same thing was true with uh, with John Wayne. John Wayne, every, everything on the set was. Lovely. He was just so easy to work with, a charming man, and uh, they do. It, it it does set the tone. <laughs> you start okay. You started with John Wayne in McHugh. McHugh is one of the many movies you talk about in the Lucky Southern Star, the story of Julie's life and career in film, stage, and television. And you can order the Lucky Southern Star uh, by going to Julie's website, which is julieadams.biz. www.julieadams. Dot biz. While we're on the subject, biz uh, is spelled B-I-Z. B-I-Z. <laughs> B-I-Z. Julie Adams. Biz. Yes, there you go. Um, the, the, the photographs alone are they're spectacular. Many of which have never been published before. So it's just it's, if you love film and television history, if you love Creature from the Black Lagoon, you got to get a copy of Julie's book. Now it's it's funny. We're talking about you know the the bump bump. Uh, you know the, the, the famous. There's a there's a photo uh, as you open that chapter of you. Doing the back stroke, and then you've got yes, Raku, you know, about to. And when I saw it, I was thinking that just reminded me of the opening of Jaws. And apparently, there's a connection between Creature and Spielberg. Well, we uh, we certainly claim that <laughs> certainly because uh, I don't know that he ever said so, but certainly there's a great similarity in the beginning uh, of the way he opened Jaws. To our picture, so well, I would, I, 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 I would think so because, uh, or at least paid homage to it. Oh, you know? let's, let's say homage. That, that's, right, that's, right. Yes, that's, that's, that's a little more polite. Yes, that it? is. It is um, because <laughs> he, uh, he cut his teeth at, at Universal, so mm-hmm. he, he certainly he would have he, he would have known the history of of the studio and had a, and had an appreciation for that and. Well, well, putting his own spin on things, you know, you always there, there, there are things that you always draw from. You know, whether you're a filmmaker, whether you're a writer, you always learn from the best. So, got to ask you, uh, the swimsuit, <laughs> the famous white swimsuit. Might, might there be a copy in your uh, in your private collection, or wh- whatever happened to that? Well, everybody always asks me that, and I always say it went the way of all latex. <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't last forever, but it was the one and only time that I've had a custom-made bathing suit. They made that. They, the uh, Rosemary O'Dell uh, designed the suit, and they made it in wardrobe and made several copies, of course, for the double and also for me, you know, just in case anything happened to it. And um, it's become sort of iconic. I mean, people really uh, love that bathing suit. and. Well, especially because you know back back then that was considered kind of you know risque for for mid nineteen fifties. A little racy, yes. yes. They had little sort of things that pulled the leg up the, the, on the leg. It was a little high, yeah, <laughs> higher than usual, and uh, so on. But uh, it was it was nothing naughty about it. It was just. Uh, I don't know. Well, it was, um, <laughs> it was it was it was risque, but it was tasteful. Yes. 
But and and just when you might think uh, one thing, you know, because well, that's one of the things why why Creature is such a great classic horror movie because just when you think okay there might be romance or something like that. There's, you know, there's, there's always that ominous sense of danger just around yes. the corner. Bum, 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 bum. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what is it about that film that people still love? Well, I think because it's a, it's a really good story and it's very well directed, and and it does have suspense. And as a kid, when I went to the movies, I love scary movies. I love movies that you sat there and were, oh, what's going to happen next? Oh, go, don't let her, don't let her get get taken away by this creature, whatever, whether, whether it was Frankenstein mm-hmm. or the wolf or whatever. And I think that is sort of a universal thing with people, that we love this. We love to be sort of scared and then for it all to work out all right. And uh, so I think it's a classic form. You're listening to a conversation with actress Julie Adams that originally aired in January 2012. Here on TV Confidential, Julie Adams passed away Sunday, February 3rd at the age of of 92. You can now purchase t-shirts, mugs, caps, hoodies, wall clocks, and other gifts with the TV Confidential logo from the official TV Confidential merchandise shop. For more information, go to televisionconfidential.com forward slash merchandise or cafepress.com forward slash TV Confidential, cafepress.com forward slash TV Confidential. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.